my tuning fork uh, microphone. <laughs> microphone stand. Bing! La! Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Welcome along to episode 247 of the Chris and Sam podcast. We're all ready to go. Chris has done the test. Uh, this week has been... You better cut that. No, I don't cut... You know I don't cut stuff out. Uh, this week has been very good. Hey, uh, one of the life lessons that we learned uh, over the last week is sometimes don't take what people tell us at face value. Isn't that right, Chris? Uh, yes. Remember last week's episode and we were talking about the film recommendation from Carl? Oh, yes. Primer. Yes. Oh, and then yeah, we watched yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what we had in our head and what we'd been told was slightly different to what we experienced ourselves. So I now am apologizing to every one of our listeners except Carl, because Carl can go jump. <laughs> no, no. Uh, d- I hope you didn't bother watching Primer. Um, Here's it's... a couple of uh, bits of information about it and the creation of it, just so you uh, understand where it's coming from. Uh, the estimated budget was about $7,000, and most of that was uh, for film stock. They filmed it in 16mm. So, so we have had, effectively, because we didn't pay for film stock, more budget than that for some of our films. Yes. Uh, Shane Carruth. He's the guy that stars in it. He's one of the main two actors. He took up the job of writing, producing, directing, editing, and scoring the movie with no prior experience in any of those fields. <laughs> it, took him, it took him three years to complete the movie, write the screenplay over a year, and he had to go and help out on other films as a microphone operator to learn how to do the filming techniques. Now, he... Uh, thought he was going to quit three or four times and sometimes during that film i wish he had but um <laughs> <laughs> he uh what he, he, i keep thinking about seeds of passion that's all i'm thinking about we could have finished that film and made dollars <laughs> we could have scarred people for life he he went through a big process of about trying to find an actor for the main role of about i think he went through like 600 auditions or something stupid and in the end he realized that nobody was as good as he could be <laughs> oh god so uh talking about expectations and things like that chris uh this month of september i was getting very excited because way back in episode uh 233, I talked about Rock Roll. Yes, yes, yes. The yes. biodegradable toilet paper that I was very looking forward to wiping my ass with this month. Now, I backed it. I was supposed to get 48 rolls. The guy was a Nelson fisherman, Mohi Healy, and I got an update from him this afternoon. Yes, and? The whole project is teetering on the brink of failure. <laughs> oh, sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I know, it's terrible. But I'm going to give you some more background information. So it was sort of, it wasn't on Kickstarter, but it was a public funded thing. And I'm going to tell you some of this information. And then I want you, Chris, to tell me how you feel if you were to spend some money like I did on this project. So he prototyped the material and then assumed... That could easily be expanded to a commercially viable produce product at scale, right? Um, and then, that's a poor assumption, I'm going to say, yep. just right there. And but then anyway. he realized he wasn't going to be able to engineer the machine here in New Zealand. So there's no machine that can make it here. So he used most of the funds to give it to people in China 
who actually manufactures stone paper product making machines and said, can you make this? The agreement was for him to cover the costs of um, all the materials the manufacturers had to source to make this concept. And then if it all worked out, he was going to buy the machinery somehow and get it shipped to New Zealand and then ramp up production. Right. But they said it's unfeasible, it doesn't work at scale. And the highly this is all from the email. The highly efficient professionals couldn't get it to work, let alone a lone Kiwi guy with an idea. Uh, one of the key stakeholders was the people that were going to give him all the calcium carbonate so I could wipe my ass with. But they backed out before a deal was signed, so he didn't even have that. But at the same time, he was testing an effervescent powder... Because why not have two projects on the go at the same time? And he was going to turn that into... He's an ideas man. That's what he is. He is. He was going to turn that into a dry dish soap product. And he thought this would save the project and add value to the rock roll backers. So the people that were going to get toilet paper for a year were going to get five years worth of this stuff instead of... Like dishwashing liquid. In powder form and tablets. But then he invested all of the money that he led left into these eco tabs. That's what they're called. He also then had to deal with the death in the family, working 18 hours a day, raising a one-year-old as a solo parent, and waiting for the tablet-making machine to turn up. Then he had a complete mental breakdown. That, that is not surprising, but carry on. He yeah. admits at the end of the day he isn't an engineer or a scientist, just a guy with a great idea. He's got no money and a bulk amount of this powder ready to be tabletized. Has um, he got the tablet machine? It didn't say. I'm going to say no. Let's just say the way things are going. Uh, but as back as if we want a refund, he said we, he can give us a refund, but he's going to have to find a care arrangement for his daughter, go back to work full time, and after two years, he'll have $72,000 that he can give back to us. Um, lots of apologies, uh, talks about how much it wasn't a scam, and just a huge bunch of errors and failures over and over. Really sorry. So the very first thing I... I, I forget which is the first one. There was two things I... Uh, Backed early on Kickstarter. One was a sport locksmith um, making tools for sport lock picking. So sport lock picking's a thing. I yes. think we talked about this one. Yeah, yeah, before. yeah. And uh, one was a book called Punk Mathematics. That's right. Neither of which isn't Punk ever... Mathematics the guy that was going to burn him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's neither of which have uh, ever come to fruition. I should no. chase them up, but anyway. So I and this has been six years. So, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I think, um, I, like, I don't mind about the money, and I think I would have preferred if there was more updates as every step was happening. Maybe yeah, yeah. that's just me. Um, hope he does okay. Like, hope he's okay. But I think there should have been some more people or advisors or someone that stepped in and said, hey, hang on, you know, do you think giving all your money to the Chinese people? Because you imagine transferring that money overseas and going, can you see if this works? And they just sit around for three months and then come back. Nah, no, it won't work. And just keep the money. Uh, Yeah. Because, I mean, I've got great ideas. Everyone's got great ideas. But yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I uh, that's a tough one. I mean, the, at the end of the day, though, there's none of the super dissolving toilet paper for me. And it makes me sad. So, speaking of which, don't forget tomorrow you've got to go and buy some more toilet paper. And that's why I wasn't buying any, because I was expecting <laughs> some to turn up. A lifetime supply, a year supply. Yeah, no, okay. All right, well, 
Well, we're on toilet paper. I've got to talk a little bit. I just want to mention it, but I went on AliExpress about for something the other day. I was getting some 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 uh, make makeup and masks for my use at Spookers, um, and then for some reason I saw this featured. It would be Trump. like tracked advertising or targeted. Yeah, yeah, it was in there. It was in the AliExpress app. But there's a crap load of products for for Donald Trump, and about fifty percent are. Piss takes, you know the the big Donald Trump balloon, which yeah. I didn't didn't realize. Did I know it was a Kiwi thing? Anyway, it was a Kiwi thing. A Kiwi made that balloon and sent oh. it over to London. Um, okay, no, yeah, but- they've got mini ones of those that you fill with helium and have around your party and stuff. Um, to, to you know the bog roll with his face on it, to all sorts of stuff. But about fifty percent is for him. Like actual mega products. Yeah, I mean, there's a market there, of course. I know. These well, people I mean, love if, it. You're, if you're making it, why not make both sides? Um, but yeah, um, what cracked me up, there's a couple of things that cracked me up. I showed you one, which was the Captain America doll, and it, it had, it wasn't Captain America, it was Captain Trump. Captain Trump. It looked really and, good. And, and it was so well done. And so it was like a little um, tubby figure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, Action move arms and Stocky. stuff. And he's got a Captain America style shield, but with a big dollar sign in the middle of it. And he's got a dollar sign on his chest or whatever. And it was pretty good. And then there was Kim Jong-un, who's carrying a uh, nuclear Nuke. missile with uh, a radiation symbol on his chest. So that was pretty cool. But what cracked me up, and I'm sure... So this is for the fans of Donald Trump, I guess. But they're selling autographed posters of Donald Trump signed by Donald Trump. Right. But, of course. But it gets better. Okay. They got autographed posters of him with Vladimir Putin signed by Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin for just 70 US dollars. 70? <laughs> Come on. 70? I was because well, they're authentic. I was hundred percent. I was all 100%. on. I was all on board until you said the price. Because I was like, that'd be a pretty funny thing to have it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But these, are, I, these guys, are, these are authentic ones. So they're collectors' items. Um, so something tells me that they've 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 made the calculation. They think the intelligence level of the actual supporters, but they've also got them signed um, by Donald Trump and Kim Jong Un or Il or which one is it? Il or Un? I've forgotten. Un. Un's the younger one. Yeah, oh. yeah, whatever. So well, everyone um, knows what you're talking about. I know. Yeah, the the, the latest King Jong, <laughs> and um, yeah, and it's just like, oh, how stupid are, they, are these people? Like, really? And it was it ranged. I think those posters, signed posters, would range between twenty and seventy. I think was the the most expensive one. Yeah. Oh my god, man, <laughs> crack me up. Anyway, that was uh, a waste of uh, half an hour. Anyway. Well, I mean, you know, at least it keep you entertained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, this uh, Australian... No, sorry. This Kiwi in Australia has just been uh, busted for a secret apartment hideout. And I think it's pretty cool. And the good thing about the story, go to uh, com to check out the show notes for this episode. Um, there's a link there. And they had heaps of photos. So this guy called Jaden Hattie, who looks like a idiot in the photo the supply the photo that they've got of him he was a building manager in a sydney apartment complex but underneath he had this hidden room rooms this whole thing built um in the sixth floor car park building and it had all these fake walls and stuff and the reason they found it was because they could hear a washing machine and tumble dryer underground in the car park 
somewhere and it was in this hidden wall and he'd been stealing more than 250 items from all the other storage units of all the other apartment owners and putting them in there and they think he was selling them online and doing stuff and they don't know who else was involved in it but it looks like all the walls inside and stuff were made out of plaster of paris or something oh okay yeah like real random but he was just stealing all sorts of stuff that's pretty full-on yeah, I had a bathroom and toilet and everything. Like, I don't know so why he you'd... was living there. Um, I don't. He could live there, but I don't think he had to. Weird. Why would? How would... Like, uh, yeah, like I, I get the whole hidden like compartment room thing, but I don't know why you're plumbing in a toilet, a kitchen, and I don't know. Damn. Damn. I, I could sort of see it if it was soundproofed and had chains and manacles and stuff. Oh, but... What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just from a writing point of view. Yeah. Um, speaking <laughs> that, of that old safety, That old safety thing, just from a yeah, writing point of yeah, view. Yeah, you know, as a scriptwriter, that, that sort of thing always interests me. That's why you find all that thing in my browser history. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> I bet. Um, well, I, I don't know if you saw this, but it's one of the better... Um, uh, One of the better headlines in News Hub. Australian tradie hospitalised after genitals caught in belt sander was the the headline. Is there more information to this? There is a little more information, but not enough. So I'm going to read it all out because it's not Was he wearing like stubbies and something was hanging out? I have no idea. Nobody wears stubbies now. Like, I don't think you can get stubbies, can you? Uh, you, I don't don't know. The closest would be rugby shorts. You yeah, know, like, like that's the shortest. Short well, no, they did this. bring back the Stubbies brand a couple of years ago, and I brought a pair. But I'm sure they're still but not they don't, that short they, as they used to be. No, probably not. not but like the but they stopped selling them. Like yeah. I don't think it was okay. a thing that people wanted anymore. <laughs> yeah, now it's except super. You, except that's except for me. Um, I've got so a photo of me in a giant this. pumpkin patch with them on. A young tradie has been rushed to an Australian hospital after getting his genitals caught in a belt sander. The unfortunate incident happened on Friday at a work site in Mosman in Sydney's North Shore. It is unclear what the 18-year-old was doing to the device. However, for some unknown reason, he got his trousers and genitals caught in the machine. Fire and rescue crews and two ambulance crews were called to the scene. However, due to the severity of his injuries, he was taken to hospital in stable condition to have the machinery carefully removed. A spokesman for the New South Wales Ambulance told Daily Mail Australia that the man had suffered suspected tears in his genital area. Safe Work in New South Wales is now investigating the incident. It is not known if there'll be any lasting damage. It sounds horrific and hilarious. I'm wondering if um, he just had baggy pants and it wrapped around the sander and just grabbed everything. As opposed to him whipping out and, his... And then, and then pulling it, yeah, it's dragging that, itself into the pants. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they said they had to remove the machine. I don't think it was him with the junk out trying to do something. No. God damn. Hey, so, yeah. I, I learned about this thing this week, and I have... You know how I'm excited about giant pumpkins? I have heard that. I don't know why, but I'm quite excited about this thing. <laughs> and it's probably around about the same level. Stupid Robots Fighting League. Have you heard of it? No, but okay. I, I do like robots fighting leagues in general because there was that um, TV program we talked about it. I think a couple of years ago on the podcast, um, the robot fighting league in the US. And I started watching the series. You were talking about like the radio controlled battle bot things. Yes. Okay, this is nothing like that. 
I'm going to explain this to you. So John Espin from Tipuki started the stupid robot. <laughs> Tipuki, okay. We, I, we're going to go to Tipuki, I think. I, I, I'm not kidding. I, we're going to be part yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He started the stupid robot fighting league, right? And it started in 2016. And it sees two of these marionettes strung up in a sliding platform he calls the Rectagon. <laughs> so it's just like a big rectangle frame. And these marionette things made up from recycled bits and pieces are hanging from it. And it's pretty cool looking. Human pilots, normally chosen at random, control the robots using four poles each connected to their arms or legs. <laughs> so you're standing there with an arm on or e- leg. On I- either side. <laughs> <laughs> the aim is total destruction of the opposing robot re- by removing the arms, le- arms, legs, and winning the match by destroying the head and neck. So that bit's got to be quite strong. Here's some, uh, here's some more stuff from it. The neighbors know when they hear two wind chimes battling it out for two minutes. It's just us having fun. It's robotic <laughs> fighting only without the robotics. <laughs> So, hang on, it gets better. Oh, we gotta go. It gets totally better, good. and I'll show you a video later. We'll have a video on the Chris and Sam podcast uh, forward slash EP two forty seven. Hey, uh, but it became a bit of a YouTube success, and it even gained international fame when he produced a world championship for ESPN. Oh, what? Yeah, the thirty minute TV episode uh, aired in prime time slot on a special day of broadcasting on uh, on the Oco on August the seventh. He's obsessed with the chaotic nature of the sport. He says the inspiration behind the spectacle was poking a dead thing with a stick. Uh, at his work, <laughs> at his workshop, uh, when he's telling the story, there's actually a bit more of a real story behind this. He's a widower. Um, his wife passed away from cancer in 2017, and um, he wanted to like he just needed something to take his mind off it and help cope with that. So the goal was to have 52 of these robots. I think he's up to 31. And he's going to make a pack of playing cards with all the robots on them. I want the robots themselves to be famous as they are so unique. Um, But the fame he's found on YouTube and the ESPN2 thing hasn't really translated into revenue. He hopes the league can spread out across New Zealand and perhaps be his bread and butter. But right now it makes about enough to buy him a loaf of bread and some butter. He makes $8 a month on Patreon, he says. I want it to be bigger than Kiwi Fruit, but right now it's bigger than just one Kiwi Fruit. It's officially the worst business model in the world, but it's not why I started it. <laughs> yeah, he's eating, almost to add two avocados. <laughs> eating into his $8 a month of profit is the professional fee of a dollar he pays each of the pilots for the robots. Uh, the hometown of Tipoki is starting to embrace it. They're going to have um, battles with corporate sponsors and that. He's also keen to spread the league into children's version and a desktop version to play at your table. Or maybe just start up a dollar franchise and spread the craze around the country because... Uh, <laughs> because stupid robots smashing each other in the face is life. Anyway, he actually makes $9 a month because I now support him on Patreon for a dollar. <laughs> Good on you. He sends this message and I, this, this just, I don't know, this just sums it up. Just wanted to say thanks for your support of SRFL by the way of Patreon. It means a ton to me to know some people are willing to part with their hard-earned cash to support what I do. Then it says, mega cuddles. And then in brackets it goes, I typed this and it was not auto-generated. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> so if you're listening to this We have to go If you're listening to this John The Chris and Sam podcast Is keen to build their own Stupid robot fighting machine uh, And come down And uh, take on And we're definitely keen To come down with some filming equipment And do a bit of an interview And uh, get some filming done I think Yeah We should check that out But uh, I just love it And when you see the videos You're just gonna I think you'll love it Chris 
Right, yeah, no, absolutely looking forward to that. Well, we'll stick with um, stories, uh, just because this is a headline from the States that just, you know, it's really just a headline. Yep, okay. So, man driving stolen vehicle caught with rattlesnake, uranium, whiskey, and a firearm. (laughs) 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 You you just got to read that story, right? And basically, that's the whole story. Uh, there's not much oh. more to it. They made um, they arrested a couple of people on a two people at a traffic stop, only to find their vehicle contained a rattlesnake, a canister of uranium, an open bottle of whiskey, uh, and a firearm. So oh, okay, uh, yeah, sounds like he was up to uh, planning for a really good night or something. Maybe yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hey, you know. Um, You've seen the Hydraulic Press channel way back in the day? Yes. And he used yes. to squish stuff and he's like, hello, welcome to the... Yeah, Hydra- was there a Russian dude? I want to say he's Russian. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So they've got 2.2 million subscribers, 370 million views, over 248 videos, uh, which is really cool. But so they've done as many videos as we have podcasts pretty close to. Pretty close to. Yeah. Um, and they're probably a little bit ahead of us in just things in general. Yeah. They've created a new... Probably got more subscri- subscribers. Well, <laughs> they've definitely got more money because they've just started a new channel called Beyond the Press. Yeah. And so you can have um, a super ultra fast camera. That's called a Kronos, right? Uh, but they've got 72 of them and put them in a ring. So they can do Matrix-style filming as something happens. The maximum frame rate is 2.8 million frames per second. Holy crap. 1.1 terabytes of memory for the computer system powering it. That's got 500 processor cores. Uh, The camera rig is made by Cron Technologies, and I don't know how much this thing cost. But in their very first video, like this channel only started this week, they had bubbles filled with oxyacetylene. And they light them and they explode. And they're filming that at 330,000 frames per second. And they can rotate around it. And these things explode. And it's um, it's hard to explain. So check out the link. Look up this channel. But it looks like uh, almost like a supernova or something like that in space just erupting. Oh, it's wow. really cool. And um, yeah, so I don't know what else they're doing or what else they're thinking of doing. But uh, they've got the technology there in this giant ring of... Holy crap, yeah, they must have some... So apparently uh, some of the footage they can shoot now is better than what scientists can do. Oh, yeah. YouTube science. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, on science type thing, I, this, this was a while ago and I... Um, Sort of forgot about it and um, woke up at three in the morning and got, I better put this in. So, there's a a monument has been unveiled. This is a few weeks, it's not like like that wooden one of Melania. No, no. it's on the site of Okjakol Glacier. Um, And I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. It's O K J O with the two dots above it K U L L. Okjakol. I will believe you in that statement. it's Iceland's first glacier lost to climate change. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, in the west of Iceland. But what it says is, where is it here? I the world know. is screwed. Pretty Is that what much, it says? Uh, has been cor- commemorated with a plaque that reads, okay, sorry. The country of Iceland has held a funeral for its first glacier lost to the climate crisis. The once massive Optical Glacier, now completely gone, has been commemorated with a plaque that reads, A Letter to the Future. OK is the first 
Icelandic glacier to lose its status as a glacier. In the next 200 years, all our glaciers are expected to follow the same path. This monument is to acknowledge that we know what is happening and what needs to be done. Only you know if we did it. Ooh. I thought that was pretty... Pretty powerful. Pretty Pretty powerful. powerful. Pretty powerful. We have another movie suggestion from Adam. Uh, We have not seen last week's suggestion and we haven't seen this week's suggestion. He did state that if he keeps giving us one every week, we're going to run out of movies to watch at his birthday. (laughs) I said, look, if he Uh, wants to... Did we talk about the one we watched, the the last one we watched? Yes. Oh, we did. Okay, cool. Yes, we did. Uh, But um, this one is... And now it's either Midsummer or Midsommar. M-I-D-S-O-M-M-A-R. I I don't know. Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. He said that you would like it a lot. This is what the blurb is for it. A couple trips, and now I, when, when I read the blurb, I realized I had sort of knew this was coming out, and I'm pretty certain, maybe, I'm sure I read that it's like quite um, gory or violent, one of the two. Oh, good. A couple, <laughs> a couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled midsummer festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Ooh. Sounds good. We should watch that this weekend. All right. Oh, and and the last one he off, uh, recommended as well. Okay. So, um, okay. How do you feel about flying on an electric aeroplane? I saw you. I saw you write this. I don't know what the story is, and I had to think about it. And I think as long as the plane can still glide and do the same, because if a if a normal aeroplane's engines go out. It's the same thing, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. So there's no. I don't think there's any trouble with it. It's 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 interesting. That's because they're not going to fly that, it with thirty percent battery. Like you take your phone out and go. I hope this lasts all day. <laughs> yeah, and that's the point. Um, that was not the question. Uh, that was my question. But this is the story. Oh, and it's okay. quite interesting. Yeah. So the Orkney Isles is a small group of isles off the coast of Scotland, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and one of the records currently held in the isles is that it's the shortest scheduled flight between two of the islands. We, oh, that's so, the one that just takes up and lands, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, two minutes. Two yeah, minutes. Yeah, flight. Oh, come on. So, But there are numerous flights scheduled between the numerous islands, so there's quite a few oh, islands. Oh, okay. And so the longest flight is between 15 to 20 minutes, and then most of them are about 10, 15, oh, or whatever, right. and then the closest ones are this two-minute flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're scheduled flights. Yeah, um, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but this is short enough that battery storage issue is not relevant in terms of flight time. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I can see that. So by 2022, Orkney is scheduled to be the first uh, commercial airline to offer these scheduled commercial flights on electric planes, which are obviously uh, greener and and actually cheaper than... Um, yeah. Absolute. So, like, I know they're saying that's the first commercial, but is there someone flying electric planes at the moment, I wonder? I don't know. Like then, someone must be found anything. But, but that's such a short time frame. Someone must be building something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume. Well, because you've got all this drone technology, and that's those what I was Uber thinking. Flights. What do they call it? Uber, Uber Sky, or whatever it's called. I don't know. But I was thinking about the. Oh, I suppose the petrol powered those big Predator drones because they stay up for bloody weeks. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I yeah, no, I've got no problems with that. Should yeah. be good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, but it, if they do that, it's worth going to Orkney just to. Um, Check it out. Try that. Sounds like a plan. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, um, speed camera fine. <laughs> did you get one? No, oh, no, okay, no. that's good. I read about, I, I heard about this on the uh, BBC uh, podcast, and and they interviewed the guy. And well, I'll let you think. Tell me what you think he sounded like. So, <laughs> an Englishman in the UK. So it's in the UK. Oh, that's good. I like dis- that. He disputed a speed camera fine. Yeah, they was do that. Clock- clocking him at five. Kilometers now, or it might have been miles per hour over the limit. So the limit was 30 and he was doing 35. Oh, okay. He'd so be miles, I think. It was probably miles an hour, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so the, the fine was £100, uh, oh, but okay, he yeah. disputed it. Yeah, yeah. And went through several appeals and paid for an expert to look at the camera and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. And he's just finally lost his last appeal. It's taken two years, I think. Uh, court costs and expert costs have totaled over thirty thousand pounds. <laughs> and uh, did he say? Ha- and did- has eaten up his son's inheritance. Oh, poor son! Did did he <laughs> did he say in the interview? It's not about the money; it's about the principle. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and he goes, "I I couldn't sleep. I've, I'm just stressed. I'm stressed all the time." But it's self imposed. Pay the hundred bucks, you knob. Oh, yeah, they're out there. They do that. They. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, thought you'd yeah, appreciate yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, that's what the rock roll up that was. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know about you because you probably don't notice these things, but just recently, and I don't know if something's changed, I'm getting so much spam in my Gmail account now, and it's really targeted. I don't know. Like, it's got my name. And I got hit with the one today. It didn't come through spam. It came in the inbox and it's like, hey, we've got a package for you. And it goes, click here to release it. And then further down, it's saying you've got to do this. And then they want a $71 for some reason and click this. And I was, oh, no. But lots and lots of spam at the moment. And I asked someone the other day and they're like, yeah, we're getting heaps more as oh, well. I get I get tons of spam every day. But usually um, the Gmail account is usually pretty clean. Yeah, and it's not. I, I'm not using Gmail. I'm just having a... I reckon a they've really changed an algorithm crap. somewhere and it's... I got one the other day that said it was really nasty style. Um, hey, pay attention type oh. thing. And I'm like, what's this? Another spam? Because you get them all the time. You know, we've seen this. You know, whacking off to the internet and all that is normally it. But this one was, you're a pedophile. We know where you live. I'm going to come around and put pedophile on your car. Write it on your car. Ra 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 ra. But, but then what? Give us some money. Yeah, give us some money. And and here's a Bitcoin bank wallet thingy would you like oh man yeah crazy the reality is because they're never going to find anything if anybody ever ever sends me some spam that says i've got video of you singing dire straits full out i'm gonna release that then i might go oh shit yeah this is real they might they might have that i don't want anyone to see me doing that this is going to be embarrassing as yeah i'll give you five bucks (laughs) keep keep that off the air but yeah no (laughs) well there you go uh that brings us to the end of another podcast Make sure that uh, to check out our Patreon page. There's a button on our website, thechristmasandpodcast.com, where you can help support us uh, in our endeavours of uh, randomness, technology, and life every week. Oh, and um, congratulations to the uh, film and crew of Bloody Late Shift. We got into another uh, film festival, Fargo Film Fest. So we've got that film into five film festivals so far. So Very good. Well done, everybody involved. Uh, Good stuff. Right, that's all from me. Yep, until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week.
Don't forget to tell your friend.